What's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's well. Mm, let me see here. I don't got a cool story today, but I'll just say, remember the, the UFC fights this Saturday? They're starting at 12 p.m. I believe that's the main card. I don't know what time the prelims. If the main card starts at 12, that means the prelims are going to start somewhere between 8 to 7 a.m. So plan accordingly, guys. Remember, follow me, Punch the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. Later, guys. Peace. Everybody, I have officially watched all the fights from UFC 288. We're going to get into that real soon. Although, <laughs> people make me laugh, man. Because Loudwire, if you guys don't know what that is, they're like um, a music website. And they put out a tweet yesterday saying, So who's the next big up and coming band that's going to be big in the next generation? I said... Bad omens. And where did this guy... This guy put some ridiculous nonsense. Hold on. I'll tell you guys what he said. This dude put some ridiculous nonsense that it made me laugh. Let me see if I can get it right here. It made me laugh because... I'm like, dude, it's my opinion. I mean, you don't have to agree with it, you know? But it's my opinion. Let's see if it'll give it to me. Oh my god, I have to sign in. Okay, hold on guy said bro said bad omens is up and coming what like dude this is my opinion leave me alone like if you don't think that that's cool bro but tell me when outside of this album cycle have they done a headlining tour it's selling out in seconds i'll give you that but tell me when that's all i ask but anyway let's move on to the fights i just have to get that off my chest thank you for listening if not fast forward to the fights cool all right here we go so we're only going to talk about the main card here one thing i want to keep in mind is that i saw all the main card last night i didn't take notes because you didn't really have to like with all, with all the emo because i already knew the results right i just wanted to see the fights for myself so i was finally able to get to the, do that last night I saw the whole main card. Ron Gracie versus Charles Jordan. I mean, I kind of told you guys what was going to happen in this fight, man. I told you guys. Even my homie was like, dude, it's exactly what you said. Like, the Gracies, they're stuck in this thing that they don't need to learn anything else, which I don't agree with. And I know a lot of people are getting upset. It's because MMA fighters nowadays, they're good enough where they realize what's going on. And if that's your only thing, they're going to figure out ways to beat you, man. They're going to figure out ways to beat you. So I don't know what's next for Kron. I don't know if he gets cut from the UFC. I don't know if they give him 
one more shot. Like maybe him versus Ryan Hall. I don't know, man. Diego Lopez versus Mozart Evloyev. I would say Evloev, but Evloyev is how they were saying it. So I'm going to say it like that from now on. It was an insane fight, first of all. Diego Lopez, he lost, right? But he gained fans that day. He, like, lost in the sense of, yeah, he lost the fight. Or he lost a pugilistic contest. But he won that night. Because I heard they even gave him a bonus. He's Alexa Grasso's main training grappling partner. Her jiu-jitsu coach. And... If you guys didn't know, well, I, if you listened to the show earlier, we all heard that Eden Aldana is getting the next Bantamweight title shot, right? So, big things are coming for that camp. I would like to see this guy with the full camp because, remember, he was the late replacement for Thug Nasty. against Ibeloyev, so we'll see what happens for Ibeloyev. That dude's the mo- a monster, man. I just want to say, like, He's one to keep an eye out for, so keep an eye out for that guy. Like, he's no slouch. Jan Shainan versus An- Jessica Andrade. I mean, first of all, Jan Shainan, I don't know what, what she did, but whatever she's doing, she better keep doing it because she looks like a world beater, man. And I I had an idea when I saw this was a TKO for her is that Jessica goes in. She goes in pretty reckless. So I had that idea. And that's what happened, man. She goes in reckless. She got clipped a couple times until Jan hit her good enough to where she went down. So that that's what happened there. Hold on. Something is bothering me. So let me see if I can There, it shouldn't bother me anymore. So yeah, man. Wei Li seems to be next where they're trying to shoot for China. We shall see what happens. The co-main event, Gilbert Burns versus Bulal Muhammad. That was a sweep. Well, it was a sweep on Michael Bell's card. Derek Cleary gave Gilbert the fourth round. And Eric Cullen gave Gilbert the fifth round. It doesn't matter. That doesn't matter because it's Bilal's time, man. Like That dude looked like a world beater in that fight. Uh, given that it looked like Gilbert hurt his arm. I don't know if he went into the fight with an injury, but keep this in mind. He had just fought Jorge in April. He took some shots from Jorge in that fight, remember? So I don't know if he had injuries going into that fight. Supposedly he was cutting weight for a while for this fight because they didn't know if Mohamed or somebody else was going to step into that fight. Because for the longest they were thinking it was going to be Dustin Poirier, remember? But it didn't end up being him. It ended up being Bulal Mohamed. Because Bulal was trying to get this fight at 185. And Gilbert was like, no, 170, because I want to get that title shot. And if we fight at a different weight class, that's going to give them an excuse not to give it to me, you know? So I don't know, man. Crazy fight. Bulal wins. Now Bulal's in this position where he's either going to fight Colby or he fights for the belt. Because that in itself, because from what I'm hearing and from what it looks like is that they want to do Colby versus Leon, but Leon's being a little... um, I don't want to say he's being hard to work with because originally it was supposed to be that July 22nd card that that fight was supposed to take place. But for whatever reason, it's not happening. I haven't reached out to his management. But I will before the next show. I'm actually going to do that later today. I'll reach out to his management, see what's going on there. There's no way 
there's one way I see Leon fighting in Abu Dhabi in October, and it's not against Colby. The only way they do that is if he fights Bula Muhammad next. Because if he fights Colby, th- there's no way that that fight main events. But there's also the rumor that they're saving that for Islam Mahashev. I don't know who he would fight. Because originally they offered that to Volk. And Volk said, no, that's too long. I, I want to fight sooner. That's why he's fighting Yair Rodriguez on July... I want to say the 9th. Is it July 9th? Let's see if the 2nd is Sunday. The 3rd would be Monday. The 4th is Tuesday. The 5th is Wednesday. The 6th is Thursday. July 8th. July 8th. Because the 9th is a Saturday. I mean a Sunday. That's why he's fighting July 8th. Okay. Okay. Glad we got that cleared up. But yeah, Bula's sitting pretty. So I would assume he's either going to fight Colby next or fight for the belt. Let's move on to the main event. Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. First round, that's the easy round. You give it to Sterling. Sterling was a little more busy. Henry was trying to fill him out. So you give it to Henry. I mean, Sterling. Second round, that's the flip-flop round because none of them really did anything. I gave it to Henry because he lands this like kick that looks like it really bothered Aljo. So I gave that round to Henry. Round three, I also gave it to Henry because it looked like Henry was having most success. So let's look at how the judges did it. Michael Bell, 10-9 first round for Sterling. 10-9 second round for Cejudo. This is all Mike Bell's card. Third round, I also gave it to Cejudo, so 10-9 there. Fourth round, I gave it to Sterling. 10-9 there. So mine and Michael Bell's cards are going to be the same because I'm going to tell you something. There's no way you can give the fifth round to Henry. There is no way you give the fifth round. I mean, there's no way you give it to Sterling. There's no way you don't give it to Henry. That's Henry's round. All all the judges except Derek Cleary gave the fifth round to Henry. Eric Colin gave Henry only the second and the fifth round. And I'm going to tell you guys something. These rounds were so close that I don't see it as a robbery. I see it as a robbery in the sense that look at Derek Cleary's scorecard. 10-9 first round for Sterling. 10-9 second round for Cejudo. Third round, 10-9 for Cejudo. Fourth round, 10-9 for Sterling. Going into the fifth, he has it even. How did he give the fifth round to to Sterling, I don't understand, because he, he wins that round, so technically with these scorecards, because I don't have a problem with it except the fifth round, because those rounds were so close that you could give it to anybody, even Eric Cullen, who gave 10-9 to the second round to Sterling, I don't have a problem with it because it was so close, I personally gave it to Cejudo, but you give it to Sterling, that's why my only problem is, how do you give the fifth round to Sterling? When you can clearly see that that was Cejudo's round. Out of all the rounds that were fought that night, the fifth round, you can clearly give it to Henry. Someone explain to me how you don't give that round to Henry. So, it's a robbery in the sense that if Derek clearly scores this round correctly, Henry Cejudo would be your world champion. It's not a robbery in the sense that it was a really close fight. He could have gave the second round to Sterling. But how do you give the fifth round to Sterling? That's my only argument, 
Because that is the only argument here. Because this fight was so close. And then afterwards, it was funny how Marab and Sugar, they all got into each other's face. It was a good it was a good night for the Bantamweights, man. It was a good night. Now they're saying that UFC 292 is going to be Sterling versus Sean O'Malley for the Bantamweight belt. I like Sean's chances in the fight. I'm not going to lie. He's a tall guy. Let's see what he can do. Let's see what he can do. I like his chances. I like him a lot. How do you not give that fifth round to Henry Cejudo, Derek Cleary? Tell me. How do you not do it? Tell me. I don't see it, man. I don't see it. Let's read this. Jake Paul thrown out by Nate Diaz, calm demeanor, and news conference. He acted like a bitch. That's what that says, Nate. Nate, I would never say that about you, okay, Nate? I want that to be very clear. Jake Paul isn't really sure what to make of what he saw from Nate Diaz in their first news conference and face-off Tuesday. Paul who takes on Diaz in the eight-round boxing match on August 5th was thrown out by Diaz's calm, at times playful demeanor. The YouTube star expected Diaz to be more aggressive given some of the things said online in the build-up to the fight. He was calm and respectful, told Paul told MMA Junkie and other reporters after the news conference at American Airlines Center. I don't know, it was interesting. I wanted to get him riled up because he talked that shit on social media and said everything on interviews, but today when we were face-to-face, he acted like a bitch. Paul went on to add, he was hella nice, it doesn't make any sense, I don't know. He was talking all that shit online, talking shit on Twitter, and then he just didn't really say anything. And it goes on to say, Diaz will compete in his first non-UFC fight since October of 2006 when he takes on Paul. Throughout his career, Diaz has built a reputation to be aggressive to his opponents, both in and out of the cage. Paul isn't sure why Diaz carried himself the way he did Tuesday, but doubts his mental welfare or games from the MMA star. I don't think he's that smart, brother, Paul said. Okay, you want me to tell you why I believe he's acting like that? Because maybe, maybe because he has this thing over his head that he could go to jail and that he's being, but he hasn't been cleared of those charges. Like, we don't know if he's going to end up going to court, so he's probably trying to stay out of trouble, right? He's probably trying to stay out of trouble. Because it was weird to me, too, especially when Jake started doing that weird thing at the face-off. And touching him, like, Nate's like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyway, let's move on. UFC Charlotte this weekend. Lazino Rosenstrike versus Almeida. Dude, did I talk about... Um, I don't think I did. If I haven't talked about Demetrius Johnson's um, win over Adriano Moraes, right? Dude, but I remember sitting there going on the one championship thing. I'm like, dude, how much money does Chachi Citrotong have? He's giving out $50,000 bonuses left and right. $100,000 bonuses to Raw Tag. Like, dude, how much money you got, bro? And then, like, hold on. Let's look it up because it was that was a good point brought up to me. Um, I'm looking up the Singapore currency. Okay, so one Singapore dollar is... Equal to 75 cents US dollars. So if I put 
250,000 Singapore dollars or 12,672 and 50 cents US dollars. I mean, that's still kind of a lot. Not by a lot, right? But it's still kind of a lot. So maybe. It depends, right? Are you paying them in U.S. dollars or are you paying them in Singapore dollars? Because I didn't think about that when I was hearing the bonuses come out. I wasn't thinking about that. But Demetrius Johnson, he wins. Um, You can see, I don't want to sound like I'm cheating on Demetrius' performance because I'm not. But you can see that if he were to fight in the UFC at 135 pounds, um, he would struggle. Like him versus O'Malley, that I feel that O'Malley would beat him. It's no disrespect to Demetrius, but this this is how I feel. So Rosinho Rosenstrike will take on Jason Almeida. Anthony Smith will take on Johnny Walker. Danny Rodriguez will take on Ian Gary. Carlos Omberg will take on Ior Poteria, and Alex Morno will take on Tim Means. Matt Brown will take on. Court McGee in the headline for the prelims. That's a crazy fight. Are these... They're starting early, right? At what time are these fights starting? They're starting at midday. I wonder why it's starting so early. So it should be done by like 3, 4 o'clock. I wonder why it's starting so early. Why are you starting so early? Yeah, it is what it is. But, okay. It's a good card, man. I definitely want to watch Matt Brown versus Court McGee. Alex Morneau versus Tim Means is a good fight. My eyes on Danny Rodriguez versus Ian Gary. Of course, Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker was supposed to be the main event. For whatever reason, it got moved. And this Jalen Jalton Almeida guy. That guy is a beast. Who was the last one? I remember watching his last one being like, oh my god, this guy's the man. Let me see who the last fight was. He fought Shamil Abudakir Himanov. Abudakir Himanov. Shamil. I remember watching that fight. I'm like, dang, bro. Because he beat him badly. He's 18 and 2. Who beat this guy? Bruno Isis and Thiago Moriana. This guy's the man. Okay. Of course, he's fighting Rosinha Rosenstrike, so it could be a rather drop of a dime. Then Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker. If you're a fight fan, you know all about those guys. One thing I do want to talk about is something I read earlier on Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. I can't find it, but basically some journalist said that another journalist asked Anthony Smith something and then... He said that, no, that asked Johnny Walker something, and then Johnny Walker replied, well, I don't know why Anthony hates me. And then they asked Anthony Smith, I don't know if I'm getting it correct or incorrect, but then that the reporter said that Johnny Walker doesn't understand why you hate him. And then Anthony Smith's response was, well, if he thinks I hate him, that's his problem, but I don't hate him. But the guy's point was that, and I've seen it happen, too, that media members start beef for no reason. I get it. People need their clicks. I get it. I'm going to explain it. I tried to get a Ben Sevenfold's new album. You know what the label said to me? And it's no ill will towards the label or anything, but this is just what they said to me. They're like, oh, since you're not a part of an official media outlet, we can't send it to you. So I get it. 
People want to make a name for themselves. People want so they can go on and do bigger and better things. I'm only using that example to give you guys a reason why they probably do this. Because I don't like to think people are just pieces of garbage of people. I think they're doing things for a reason. So I get it, but at the same time, why are you guys starting beef? Don't start beef if it's not there, you know? Please don't. So Anthony Smith versus Johnny Walker. That's a crazy fight, man. Especially the way Johnny Walker's been looking lately. That dude looks like a world beater. He looks like the guy that he should have been looking like before he started losing. I mean, I think him and John Kavanaugh are finally clicking. It's crazy, man. He's looking like the dude that he should have been looking like. And Anthony Smith is no slouch, man. He's no slouch. Danny Rodriguez versus Ian Gary. Crazy fight. Cannot wait for this fight. Don't talk to me when this fight is happening. Because this is going to be my fight of the night right here. Danny Rodriguez versus Ian Gary. That's going to be a crazy, crazy fight. Okay, let's move on. Bellator. I should have done this card for the Wednesday show, but I didn't because they're fighting in France. So by the time you guys probably hear this episode, it'll probably be done because it's an early start time. And <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about this because I'm, I'm going to sound salty as fuck, but I'll talk about it right now. Hold on. Just trying to find the... So, Gegard Musasi will take on Leon Edwards' brother Fabian Edwards in the main event. Brett Primus will take on Mazur Baunawi in the next fight in the lightweight Grand Prix. Douglas Lima will make his return. Man, what crazy. Denise Keelholtz Kiel, is coming back. Okay, I want to look at Gegard Musasi versus Fabian Edwards. I can't believe Gegard's still fighting. Gegard's been fighting as probably as long as I've been following MMA. How old is Gegard? He's only 37, man. You would assume he... But he's got a lot of miles on him. How old is Fabian? He's 30. Now, if Gegard beats him, I'd say you give him a shot at Johnny Eblen. Although everybody knows my love for Johnny Eblen. I think Johnny Eblen's the man. And now this goes back to what I was saying. So, like... These guys I was hanging out with, they go, well, if they're not in the UFC, I don't care. Because their argument is, well, who have they fought? Which is a good argument, right? But my only point is, I'm saying there's good guys out there. I'm saying if it's for them to go to the UFC, let them go. But sometimes they don't want to go because they're making good money outside of the UFC. And then their other argument is, well, why can't they make that in the UFC? Well, maybe because the people, I don't like saying this, but we do know there are, without saying names, and the Bellator, and we just saw it with Chatri and Francis, everybody's fucking petty, bro. Everybody's fucking petty, okay? Maybe if a Patricio Pippa were to go to the UFC, he's not going to make as much, and he's not with, he's not down with that. I'm not telling you guys, I'm, if you've heard anything I've ever said, I've always said there's good fighters outside of the UFC. I've always said if you want legacy, you go to the UFC. I have said this. Yes or not? Tell me. If you've listened to my show, I have said this. If you want money, there's good money outside the UFC. And 
that sometimes is what drives people. I mean, look at what Nate said. He's like, I want to fight in the UFC because that's where the best fighters are. I only want to fight the best. Nate, good on you. But some people like the PFL. Some people like having sponsorships in Bellator. This is not new, guys. Grandma? It's not new, guys. I have said this before. Don't tell me I haven't. Now, do I believe a guy like AJ McKee is going to do good in the UFC? I do. I can't prove it to you until it happens, but I do. I still think Chandler can do very good. If he were to fight smarter, Chandler's like a division one wrestler. I don't get why he gets into these slugfests, bro. He just does it because he like, I guess that's what he likes to do. I don't know. Um, who's another one? Ben Askren, if he would have went right after he left Bellator, I'm pretty sure his career would have been different. And another thing is, they say, well, in Asia, they don't really wrestle. I'm like, yes, they do. They do Mongolian wrestling. So don't tell me they don't wrestle in Asia. Now, are they fighting in one? That I can't tell you because I haven't been following one for that long. So I don't know. Can a Patricio Pitbull do good in UFC? I would assume so. I can't tell you they're going to be world champions, but... I feel they can compete with the top 10. I Johnny Eblen, for sure. Yagoslav Amoslav, for sure. Again, I'm not telling you they're going to win. I'm telling you they can compete. If you ever heard any, and if your argument is who has the, who have they fought, they fought the best Bellator can offer them. If that's not what you want, of course, it's not what you want to hear, right? So you're going to tell me, um, what's that guy's name? Nemkov, Vadim Nemkov. You're going to tell me if he goes in there in June and beats Yoel Romero. Because Yoel Romero has proven he could hang with the best. You're not going to consider him one of the best? Is that what you're telling me? It's fine if you are, but I'm just asking. Is that what you're going to tell me? Let's get back to these fights. Gegard Musasi versus Fabian Edwards. I haven't seen enough of Fabian Edwards to tell you what he's good at and what he's not. Gegard Musashi is a veteran. I just wonder if the miles have caught up to him. Brett Primus versus Mansoor Bananawi. Of course, Brett Primus, he's stepping in for Sydney Outlaw because Sydney Outlaw, I believe, tested positive for something. Douglas Lima's coming back. It's going to be a crazy fight. And before I forget, I don't know if I talked about this, but did you guys hear all the PFL fighters that tested positive for stuff? I wonder what happens now because they're going into the second half of the season, you know. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see what happens. War fighters tested positive for banned substances following the first half of the PFL heavyweight and light heavyweight season in Las Vegas. Multiple people with knowledge of the situation told MMA Fighting. Former title contender Tiago Santos and longtime UFC veteran Christoph Jocko, both fighters who debuted under the PFL banner this past April, have failed drug tests. And I know another one with Bruno Capiloza, who also failed the drug test. Santos lost to the 2022 champion Rob Wilkinson in the co-main event of PFL 1, with Jocko dropping a decision to Will Fleury on the same card. Two fighters also tested positive for banned substances are heavyweights Bruno Capiloza and Rivizan Kunaev, who defeated Mateo Sheffield and Henan Ferreira. So now what happens? Are their wins voided? I would assume these guys get the points now, right? But the bigger question is, are they still allowed to be a part of the tournament? I doubt it because they 
If they tested positive, they have to go in front of the commission. And it says right here, the substances were not disclosed nor the length of the suspension each will face. <laughs> it goes on to say, it's unclear which direction the PFL is going to take with four athletes now pulled from the remaining of the 2023 season. Santos was scheduled to fight Mohamed Fuck Herendon on June 8th. While Jaco is taking on Ty Flores on the same PFL 4 card in Atlanta. PFL has yet to announce the next bouts for Kapiloza and Kuninaev. Well, I'll tell you what. They're not fighting. They are not fighting because they have to pull them, right? I would assume so, right? They pull them because that's cheating. That's crazy, man. Because I heard that Thiago Santos... Back when he was still in the UFC, they gave him his jacket for the 50 clean test. That's nuts. Let's read this. Kayla Harrison hints at Bellator move to make Chris Cyborg fight happen. Kayla Harrison has not fully given up hope on an eventual super fight against Chris Cyborg if it happens. It likely won't happen under the PFL banner. Women's featherweight champion Cyborg resigned with Bellator this past week and what the promotion called an historic deal. Terms were not disclosed. Cyborgs most recently fought a little more than a year ago with the unanimous decision title defense against Arlene Blanco at, U at Bellator 279. I was going to say UFC. After her contract was up, she decided to explore free agency. The month-long process is thought to have included all major promotions, including her former home, UFC. But ultimately, she returned to Bellator. I doubt it included UFC. Remember Dana? That dude was adamant to be out of the cyborg business, much like he's adamant to be out of the Francis Ngannou business, which took the possibility of a fight against Harrison and the PFL out of the equation. Instead of taking part in the PFL's women's featherweight season, Harrison, a two-time $1 million season winner, a lightweight stayed out of the season and playoff format for 2023, Hoping for a pay-per-view level fight against someone like Cyborg. I know the goal was for me to fight Cyborg, Harrison told MMA Junkie this past Friday at Game Bread Bare Knuckle MMA. I know the PFL pushed hard for that. That was my goal as well. That's why I've been quiet. Haven't really said a lot of noise. I wanted to be in the season, but I understood their reservations on that. And they really felt my best use would be in a big-name fight, a pay-per-view fight. And that looks like that's not going to happen. I'm on God's time. I'm not on my time. I'm in the gym every day. I'm getting better. I'm enjoying the process. I'm frustrated because I love what I do, and I just want to go showcase it to the world. But I know that when the moment is right, I'll shine. Harrison, a two-time Olympic gold medalist in judo, said without a fight on the books, she's been a little antsy and said this... She said her recently adopted kids have noticed too. But at the same time, she's been figuring out how to use the downtime to her advantage outside of the cage as well as when she eventually gets back inside. I'll show up at the gym and I'll get in fist fights at practice, but my kids are like, Ma, uh, like I'm overbearing, Har Harrison said. I'm trying to be super mom and I spend a lot of time with my animals and my plants. I mean, it. my life is pretty boring right now. But since I was 12 years old, I've been doing two-a-day workouts. This is a different season of my life. This is an opportunity for me to grow as a mom, grow as a fighter, to grow as a person. And I think that everything is better now. I do everything with joy. I cannot wait until my next fight. 
whoever it is against, whenever it is, it is under whatever lights, whatever circumstances, I'm excited for my next guy. I'm enjoying the process and I can't wait to go show the world what I've been working on. And it goes on to say, as far as Cyborg Fat Harrison has not thrown in the towel on the potential for it to happen. Now she's staying with Bellator. Cyborg will have a featherweight title defense likely against Kat Zingano later in the year. After another former UFC title challenger, Sarah McMahon, like Harrison, an Olympic medalist, but in wrestling, is waiting in the wings. But Harrison said at the end of 2023, she can test free agency. And again, she can test free agency and hinted strongly at the possibility that she could make her way to Bellator in 2024. Where the fight with Cyborg would be a ten-pole event for the promotion, the same as it would have been if it was f- for PFL. Um, I mean, yeah, like I get it. They probably wanted that fight so bad because, from what I hear, she's got two fights left on this deal, and she's not in the tournament. And if she has what they call a sunset clause, that means if they don't give her a fight come December, her contract's up no matter what. So, it'd be interesting to see, man. It'd be interesting to see. And Kayla's bigger than her, right? But Cyborg, how old is Cyborg? How old is Kayla, for that matter? She's 32. How old is Cyborg? She's 37. I like Kayla. Because she's the younger fighter. She's bigger. She can take a hit because... uh, What's that chick's name that's in the tournament right now? She won. What's her name? Oh, the name escapes me. What's her name? Well, she cracked her hard. Larissa Pacheco. I'm like, what's her name? Larissa Pacheco cracked Kayla hard, and Kayla was still in there. Like, that's the thing. You can see it in Cyborg that she's not the same. Like, she's still good, but, like, she doesn't put that same fear in people now. Because even Arlene Blanco, and this is no disrespect to Cyborg. This is just what I'm seeing. You can see the decline starting to happen. How old is Kedzingano? Because I would assume Kedzingano is around Cyborg's age, if not even older. Kedzingano's 40. She's even older. I didn't know that. But if she's next, good luck to her, man. I wish her nothing but the best. We talked about fights. How are we doing on time? I might end it right then and there. Let's see. Or is that? Yeah, it's good. But, so we talked about that. Um, I have reached out to Alex Pereira's management to ask them about his next fight. haven't gotten anything back. I'll let you guys know. I'm going to reach out to Tim, see if he can tell me about Leon's fight. If he could tell me anything about that. If not, that's all I got for you guys. Peace out. Make sure to follow me. Punch them out official on Instagram. Official underscore P-I-T-M on Twitter. Peace, guys. Later. You have been listening to the Punch in the Mouth podcast where we talk about people getting punched in the face, but we don't do it ourselves. Peace, guys. Later.